Pate is now in session. And uh, I don't even want to start this off without what else. So let's let's kick that off. Yeah, we're gonna, uh, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna place that real right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, real right. We're gonna do this real right. <laughs> It's like entertainment. It's four niggas on the slave shit. These soldiers the spirituals I swam against them waves with. Ended up on shore to their amazement. I hope the example I set's not contagious. Like us behind gates, but can't tame us. Used to be stay safe, not stay dangerous. Cause ain't no point playing defense, nigga. That's why I dove off the deep end, nigga, without a life jacket. Couple mills, run the world, don't my life cracking. Cook the books, bring it back, so there's no taxes. Royalties, publishing, plus our own masters. I'd be damned if I slay for some white crackers. I was mapping this out, I hit the ice backwards. Hopping out the 85 and rebuck glasses. Read a couple marathons just to get established. To make it happen, you got to have dedication. Hard work plus patience. Some more of my sacrifice. I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. Told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. Dedication. gotta say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, man. Um, we're gonna get into these intros and then we're gonna get right back to it. Stop my man Palm. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy Palm. I don't even got an alias today, man. It's about the hood. Heard up. Smith. No alias today, neither, bro. It's your boy Colson, and uh, I, I think I'm gonna use All Get Right. His song, the name of the title, one of his songs, yeah. All Get Right. That's gonna be my AKA, because we I all like gonna it. get right. Facts based off like just the impact and stuff that he had within the community, just within black people, the way yeah. he gave back, the way he wasn't scared. Yeah. Um, you guys wanna start off by talking about like um maybe your favorite song by him or favorite verse? Shit, I could start like that that third verse is my favorite favorite verse. Like these songs are just them spirituals that swim against them waves, but it's like it's certain verses you hear. And you like, oh, he's special, special. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've been a fan of Nipsey since Bullets ain't got no name. But that was the verse where I was like, oh, nah, he made it to that point where he's special, special. You get what I'm saying? So, like, he's one of those dudes where, like, I don't, when you get older and you start to grow in your consciousness as you learn, you know what I'm saying? A lot of your idols tend to not be your idols no more, but you respect them for what they, they don't grow with you. Mm-hmm. They don't grow with you. You get what I'm saying? Like, Nipsey was one of those dudes where even in my unconsciousness and coming into my consciousness, he was part of both of those. You feel me? Actually, like, he, he spoke of both of those. You know what I'm saying? And he was one of those artists that made me grow. And, you know what I'm saying? And really take a look at myself. Like, what do, what do I want to do with my artistry? And really set the example for people like me and what I could do with my artistry. So he stood for that for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. His wins was my wins, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw a lot of what I want to do in him, period, you know what I mean? So that third verse, you know what I'm saying, when he's talking about owning his mask, his royalties, you know what I'm saying, knowing how to cook the books, and that's the type of shit I'm learning, you feel me? Like, So he was, he was just different, you know what I mean? Like He's one of those people I still had that kind of fanhood and idolhood for, you know what I mean? So it was a, it's a tough one still, like, now. <laughs> it's almost a week no, later, yeah, you feel yeah. me? I don't think uh, I don't think it'll ever I don't think it'll ever like be 
I mean, we're going to get right, like you said, but we'll never fully get right. We'll never be safe. It'll, it'll really not be safe. A year from now, two years from now, three years from now, you'll hear Nipsey's song and remember that he's no longer with us. And yeah. That shit is going to hurt the same. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But, like, I don't know. A Nipsey verse that that I really love. I can play it, too. Just um, the second verse of Racks in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Play, second play verse it. of Racks well, in the Middle. Explain it, and then I'm going to play it. It's crazy. He, um, in that verse, he talks about, he talks about, um, talks about the same things he always talks about, you know, owning mm-hmm. and having just closed on two commercial properties mm-hmm. and he couldn't even be happy about it because his man Fats is is no yeah. longer with us as well. Mm-hmm. And um he he had a bar in the song where he was like, How you died thirty something after banging all them years. Yeah. And that bar is gonna that shit that shit plays on a loop in my head. Right. Since 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 last Sunday, that shit's been on a loop in my head because it's just like, how? Yeah. How you how you live through all them wars, mm-hmm. and then die, like this, being right? a civilian. Yeah, like, and that's like the worst, literally like the worst part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel me? And on home turf. Facts. Facts. And and then he you know he says he 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 says a couple bars later about you know what he would tell his mans if it was him. Yeah, and, right. you know, that's to keep going with our dream. Yeah. Keep going with the vision. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we got to do. That's, that's what we got to do. I'm we got to reach the heights. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crash and burn, but it was working for it. Trying to rebuild. Look, I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. Had a friend almighty God, they let my dog out to kill him. When you get it's it straight like, up like, by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. You see, like, I've been pulling up in the top tops with the baddest bitch. Young nigga been focused on my check. Mm-hmm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm-hmm. Try to put the water on my potato. Mm-hmm. I got killers to the left of me. Yeah. Look, under no condition, but you ever catch me slipping. Motorcated shooters plus the Maybach chauffeur driven. If they catch me winning, gon' send me off to prison. Judge ain't sympathizing, court don't show forgiveness Engine in the Lambo, drowning out the music Sip Dior with the flowers, five gold cubits Champagne while I shop, hope I splurge foolish Closing escrow twice this month, both commercial units Damn, I wish my nigga fast was here How you died 30-something after banging all them years Grammy nominated, in the sun of shedding tears All this money, power, fame, and I can't make you reappear But I'll wipe him though we just embrace the only life we know. If it was me, I'd tell you, nigga, lay your life and grow. I tell you, finish what we started, reach the heights, you know. Gas the V12 to the pipe and smoke. I was riding around in the V12. Smoke that, bro. Smoke that, fucking. Smoke that. My God, my nigga. Um, yeah, my favorite is Face the World, mm. the second verse. That's the, yo, the that's what that's what Because um, I know you guys know me and you guys like know the type of music like I like to listen to and the type of rap that I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. And um, I like hearing people speak on their pain and experiences in a very realistic, almost visceral type of like, if you don't get it, you don't get it type of way. Because mm-hmm. like, I was always big on, you've got to be yourself and 
no matter what people think, you got to let people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, when you get to a certain level, people are going to try to, like we were talking about earlier, people are going to try to pull those cards and right. try to use your same yourself against you. Mm-hmm. If you're not comfortable with who you are, then, like, there's no way you're going to be make it in life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt like this verse, it was on Crenshaw. On Crenshaw, that was, like, one of his first, the first one of the first tapes to pop. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, for real, and put him on, like, that certain level. And I will always remember, like, hearing that second verse and being like, yo, look, like, look how far, like, this nigga came. Like, yeah. Like, I, from the marathon to, like, now. From, mm-hmm. like, from, like, hustle in the house to now. Hustle like, in the house, yeah. It was just, bro. like, look how far he came. And for him to down, even... Late night, early yo, mornings. And even yo. him to still have, like, that, like, to never forget where he came from. It was, mm-hmm. like, really, like... And that second verse is just, like, everything to me. And, like, the, the first part where he's, like, um... We don't die here. We're supposed to fly layers. Mm-hmm. Like that part, like kind of fucks me up because it's like, damn son. Like he did both. Like he, it's like it's haunt. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. But it's not. Also, it's also kind of comforting because at the same time he was always one of those people that he knew that like he rather be in his hood and put himself in danger and help mm-hmm. his people than move millions of miles away and be that nigga that turned his back mm-hmm. on where he's from. So I'm gonna just. Uh, Play the verb. Look, don't cry tears, they don't fly here. And if you don't die here, you're supposed to fly leers. 365 here is like a dog year. No wonder why these niggas 20 and got white hairs. Stressing like they 40 and some change. Slowly in this game, all my homies is in pain. And Brody is the slang, but it don't mean he your brother. It don't mean you can trust him. It don't mean that he love you. And we was raised wrong, but we stayed strong. And when we kept it real, we got faked on. And when we showed up, we got flaked on. But why them niggas story getting cake on? I bet my life I'm a dice shaker. Electric lights on a skyscraper. It's up and downs for a real nigga. But you'll be lame all your life, hater. Max 10 in my black bins. Show me signals of betrayal, can't be back friends. Long flights get my mind right. Victory to me is when you spend your time right. Victory to me is when you get your grind right. Victory to me is when you get your minds right, niggas. Got this shit twisted like John Michelle Bosky. Yeah, destroyed his pictures. Self-inflicted homicide, don't pull the trigger. I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute. Regardless what you went through, regardless what you been through, I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute. Something to contribute. And when this song first came out, that was around, this was 2013. Mm-hmm. And this was around the time when I was, like, I came to you about rapping. And mm-hmm. I was kind of scared. Both of us, yeah. Like, we was both, like, about to be like, yo, let's be serious about this. And that whole mm-hmm. summer, I remember us bumping, man, Nipsey, Dom, mm-hmm. OIG. Mm-hmm. Like, all these niggas had a big summer. And I just remember, like, from their message, just hearing niggas being like, it gave this us, is us. Yeah, it gave we us that. Be, like, it gave us the energy. Yeah. It gave, put the battery in our back. And it made me like, no matter who you are, you got something to contribute. Mm-hmm. The marathon will always continue. Yeah. We always run in this fucking race. Mm-hmm. And we can't stop. Right. I'm getting kind of emotional. Shit is crazy. <laughs> uh, it's just wild. Like, I've been thinking about, like, mortality a lot and, like, being in the hood and, like, 
and just thinking about like how the thoughts of always being like, damn, like uh, maybe if you moved out, like mm-hmm. nah, that shit is is not valid. Like you can't be scared to help niggas. That's not how you help. like. That's literally you know the government are scared to you help. You know niggas. what's really like, crazy shit about when shit like this happens and a nigga like Nip die in the hood from another nigga in the hood type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that nigga thinks he's getting that nigga out the hood. Like, you just made that nigga immortal. Immortal. You just made that nigga live forever. And you also just birthed 10,000 more nips. And there's no way in hell that you could ever be able to still walk around that hood and feel like that nigga's not there. Right. He took himself out the hood by doing that. So I, I really didn't see any good end goal in this plan. Like, like yeah, and that's that's the part I've been struggling with. Like what what is the takeaway here? And I think for me the takeaway has been um what he laid here was the seeds. You get what I'm saying? Like and it made me understand how big like this picture really is. You get what I'm saying? Like we we this hurt so bad because Nipsey was doing exactly what we all wanted to do and what we expected a lot of people that we looked up to to do to you get what I'm saying and him being gone it's like who else is gonna do that you know what I'm saying and I think that it made me be realistic like yo we can't bank on one person to be that that's a fact you get what I'm saying we need Nipsey Hustles all over the world and you don't gotta be a rapper to do that that's a fact you don't gotta be famous to do that like you could be a regular person from the hood and you could do that. Like, you get what I'm saying? And that's been my takeaway. Like, we all we we all have... He left us all with a piece of him. You get what I'm saying? So, it's on us to take that piece and be that piece of the puzzle that we need to be. Or else we fail. You know what I'm saying? His mission and our mission in general and our purpose here on this earth. So, it was that, that realization. And I think um, the scary part, right? Like... Coming into consciousness, I had a a lot of meditation moments and prayer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you take on this stance, what's what's gonna happen to you? You feel me? Like, what's gonna happen to you? And it was like people like us, you know what I'm saying? When we get to when we start standing, when we get to these platforms and we start standing for something bigger, the target gets bigger. You get what I'm saying? And it was that 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 confirmation, like, yeah. It's real. Like, that's not a joke. Like, and that conversation you had wasn't no no joke. Like, if this the path you want, this could be how it happens for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's how real it is. And it's like, that's why. But that's why we have to do it. Yeah. Because look look at his effect. It's bigger than, you know what I'm saying? Him not being here. Look at his effect. The memorial is about to be at Staples Center. Like, a rolling 60s crib. Mm Mm-hmm. Is about to have his memorial in Staples Center with mad LAPD mm-hmm. protecting them and also showing love. Like, it, it was way bigger than rap. And it's always been way bigger than rap. And I think the one good takeaway we could take away from this is roles. Like, I feel like people are understanding their roles now. Like, we need everybody. Yep. We don't only need, like, we don't need to shun gay people no more. We don't need to shun these people. Like, as long, if you're trying to shun, if you're trying to put 
whatever sectionality above your blackness, we don't want any parts. But if you are willing to put your blackness above all, we will all be willing to work together to actually get to the end goal that we're trying to make to. Right. And I feel like Nipsey is, are, is showing people mm -hmm. that like, literally, I've, anyone <clears throat> who said anything bad about Nipsey Hussle has been attacked by literally everybody. Everyone that's either, not even only black, like just, mm -hmm. he, he was international. So like, we real, we gotta realize, we realizing our roles, even with the Crips and the Bloods coming together, mm -hmm. like, to, to have the, the memorial. Like, people are realizing the role, like, it's bigger. Mm -hmm. It's way bigger than that. It's about the community, it's about mm -hmm. the neighborhoods, it's about the hoods, it's about just black people in general, mm -hmm. us just getting together, black people. And not only black people, because Nipsey was mad big on, nigga, if when Donald Trump was talking about the wall, he was one of the first niggas to be like, fuck it, we don't fuck with the Mexicans. If y'all trying to fuck with us, we fuck with y'all. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we are all minorities out here. Like mm. we are all, and not, and even some of the white people that's poor are like fucked up out here. So we gotta realize that like shit is way bigger than this. Like, yeah, it's not only that. Shit is um. That's definitely one of the one of the few positives that has come out of this. Like niggas in the hood realizing that this shit is bigger than my hood. This shit is bigger than your hood. Mm -hmm. This shit is about like all of us. This shit is about. Not even just us niggas in the street doing dumb street dumb shit. shit. Yeah. You feel me? This shit is about our our little ones. This shit is about our fucking forefathers. This mm -hmm. shit is about our parents. This shit is about the community as a whole. That's a fact. So you feel me? That's that's one of the, the great positives that have come out of this tremendous tragedy. Mm -hmm. That's the actual fact. Um, so as... Dudes who like have been influenced by Nipsey Hussle, like, what do you think? Okay, so before before I even get to that, uh, mm -hmm. we were, we had a, a talk in the group chat, like a very interesting talk. I'm not gonna get into super details about it, but at a point I was questioning y'all about like um certain street people's like um breach into the streets and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. daylight went on and was talking about people with platforms. And they're all sad about Nipsey, but why are they not doing mm -hmm. the things that he's doing? Right. Like, how? Do you, like, I I agree, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. But how do you think we could like? What do you think would be a good way to start off that? To start that off, like to get all the people with higher platforms to like come together and realize that like it's probably just bigger than all this regular shit. We gotta go back and feed our own hoods. We gotta go back and do this to our own mm -hmm. neighborhoods. How do you propose that? Because you know there's that side that's gonna be like, that's not their business. Well there's there's the one side of it as it pertains to especially this situation, like the niggas who are who he was naming in, in his video and shit, it was just like nigga, them niggas ain't from that. I don't expect them to be doing nothing like what he was doing. Mm -hmm. That then the first nigga name he said was Drake, and I'm just like nigga, Canada. Drake. It's from Canada. You talking about a nigga who's been famous since he was a teen, mm -hmm. compared to a nigga who was committing crimes as a teen? Like they're incomparable. Mm -hmm. So I could understand why they. Th their actions as adults don't match up as it 
pertains to community and shit like that. Right. Like, it's it. it what he was saying made sense, like the premise of what he was saying. It's I understand. Not. Nah, you talking? You good? The premise of what he was saying, I understand, but everything else, it was just like the names he naming and shit like that. It's just like you just want to make a video that's going to get views. I get you, but the premise basically is absolutely correct. These niggas that's profiting off of the culture should be putting more back into the culture outside of music and fucking fashion. Right. Like outside of like handing out turkey, and a lot of niggas do. A lot of niggas do, and don't want you don't don't want that type of publicity and shit okay, like that. And that could go into my question: Do you think they should start being more openly about it? Like, not like publicly, like flexing on people, like look how much I'm doing for niggas, but be more public, like I like you know how they do the challenges. Like I challenge you to do. I feel, I feel like, like, it, like there's the niggas that need to do it know who they are and they do it. Mm-hmm. Because the niggas that need to do it are aren't doing it for the public, or you feel me for that recognition. They doing it to show the niggas like Nipsey, the niggas like uh, like Twenty One, mm-hmm. um, even the shit that Hove do silently that we find out about. Them niggas is doing shit like that to show niggas like us. That, yeah, we did that other shit. But you could grow up and do this shit right here, too. Mm-hmm. This shit is cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, shooting niggas, selling drugs, chains, bitches, all that, get money. That shit cool. That shit is wavy. Yeah. But this shit is wavy, too. Yeah. I Help think your it, kids. Yeah, I think Help it, your community. Yeah, shit like I think that. It, I think it le- left that lasting message on a lot of people. Like, a lot of people, especially from the, from the hood, like, they see the bigger picture now. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we always talk about the cause and all of that. You know what I mean? What everybody's been talking about Nipsey wasn't that. It wasn't that he was fly. It wasn't that he had to change. They talk about what he did. And the impact he left. You get what I'm saying? So I think a lot of people are starting to come to that realization. You feel me? But to answer your question, how do we start that is we got to do it for self first. You get what I'm saying? Because you can't go to nobody like, hey, let's help the community. And the community is not helping itself. They're not going to know where to begin. You get what I'm saying? So we on the ground level, while we're still here, we have to start building these connections. So as we continue to excel and and grow in our careers, we're able to do more with what we have. And that's why we need to do what we, do with what we have now. You get what I'm saying? Even if it's just volunteering a little bit of your time, as you, you know what I'm saying, progress in your careers and what you do, you'll be able to give back a little bit more. You get what I'm saying? If Even if it's not your time, but you may might be able to put somebody else in that volunteer position, and then you might be able to donate to them as you put other people in that position and bring more people in. That's how you got to think of it and, and think of the bigger picture here and why we can all, as a collective unit, play our roles. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like anything. Our body's made up of different things that make the body work, that make the body work how it works. So as we, as the, as the black community and the human race as a whole, we all do our part. It all starts to fix itself. That's a fact. Every single human being, you know what I'm saying? If we can touch one person, that's literally doing your part in the ecosystem. And that's what, that's how we got to continue to think as human beings on this earth. And that's something that I came to even before this, you know what I mean? That's why I've been moving how I've been moving, you know what I'm saying? So 
it's like I, I've gotten the message before, but even so now it's the confirmation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what 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 we got going on is is, is real. It's not no facade, and it's not no fake shit. Like, even if you know what I'm saying, like we not big, but people gonna understand what we left. You know what I'm saying here for people to go back and absorb and and talk about it. Maybe we'll inspire somebody else to do the same. And I think that's our job. You know what I'm saying? On this earth to inspire as many people as we can. So, you know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? If we start at the bottom and do our parts, then we can say, hey, look, we're doing our parts as human beings. Y'all that can contribute more. How can y'all contribute more? Okay. So, um, I, have you guys heard the Andrew Saltz, his opinion <laughs> on basically... I just want to preface. I just want to preface this whole part of the conversation where I hate Andrew Schultz. <laughs> I don't like no white person that feels like they are an authority on anything black, black, or anything not white for mm-hmm. that matter. Mm-hmm. Like what? you just just talk about white shit, bro. Don't talk about nothing that got to do with anything that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I will preface before I continue with, he's a funny guy, but his whiteness always prevails. Mm-hmm. That's like a thing that... Like, I also I've don't think he's funny. literally seen, like, in almost every interview ever. Like, he... Mm-hmm. And... He's smart, but he... I think he fakes out ignorance to get listened sometimes. And I don't appreciate that, especially when it comes to the black community. Because mm-hmm. his opinion on Nipsey Hussle was he should move out of the hood. Mm-hmm. He's a guy of high status. He shouldn't be there. He's in a gang. He sh- no, he should leave the gang. That's That was his stance. <laughs> he should leave the gang because he's a man of high status. And like, he- shut the fuck up, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now, I already went on a rant about this on Twitter. And... It's crazy that Andrew Andrew Schultz could sit here and be like, he has to leave his gang to be legitimate. Instead of just saying that as a white man, I believe black gangs cannot be legitimate and they're all about violence and there's no way anyone can survive being in a black gang. Because that's literally what it sounded like. You know what's crazy about that? And we've seen evidence of this this past week as well. He won't say that about a fucking... Hell's Angel. He wouldn't because the Hell's Angel is a, a legitimate murder Mike motorcycle gang that has merch mm-hmm. that he would never I, he would never ever be like why would this guy leave the why didn't this guy leave the Hell's Angels? You know what it like, is how how I took it after being extremely irritated by it. Um what they were saying was like yeah, you know, you know they were worried about this take or whatever. So that I understand that they plan he planned to have that stance and he planned to have the conversation that way. So I'm not excusing him. What I'm saying is, in that planning, nobody said this is not a good stance. This is not a good stance. This is not the, the time to be that. Because there was black people it is in not, that planning. It's not, you get what I'm saying? And not only that, this is the, I, in my opinion, that is the stupidest hill to die on. Like, and like, when it comes to like, Opinions of a person in a gang that's actually doing mad good in a gang that's actually putting mad shit into his community while being in the gang, and you think his smartest idea would be to get out of that gang. And this is this is me speaking to not just 
West Coast gang culture because that is totally different gang culture than anybody outside of Mm -hmm. California can understand Mm -hmm. or even fathom. Like, niggas don't... If you're not from there or are privy to the information that you should know to be... know about what goes on there, like, you'll never understand. This is me talking to gang culture as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like... That's not how it works. Right. There's no nigga in no gang nowhere, no matter how thorough or gangster or whatever you think this nigga is, that looks at his organization like it's not an organization. But and that like it's not a family. That shit is crazy because he Andrew Schultz is smart enough to know the Yakuza is a criminal organization that is official. He is smart enough to know that the mafia is a criminal organization that has official business. He is smart enough to know the Hell's Angel has official merchandising and they're a murderous meth selling motorcycle gang. All of these, all of those organizations you just named, their members consider themselves family. And they don't consider themselves members of Lodge 357. Mm-hmm. They consider themselves a fucking family. So that means if something happens to one of them, something happens to all of them. I've literally never seen a bunch of gang niggas like, yeah, we just a bunch of random niggas together wearing the same color. Literally never seen that ever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we just so happened to wear the same color. So we was like, hey, let's just meet up, y'all. Like, that literally has never happened. Yeah, it just speaks to people's ignorance on gangs, period. Because people were like, yeah, you see, yeah. this is how, you know, the Crips should get more organized. I was like, he's a snitch. That means he's not part of, like, that anymore. He's, yeah. He's a Crip that's now a snitch. I don't think they understand. That, like, y'all, don't, y'all gotta understand it. Like, certain shit is just it out of order. You get what I'm it saying? There's organization completely down the line. <coughs> It's, it's organization. organization down the line, through and through. We're not gonna go. What's that? Nigga, what's specifics. the American nigga that snitched? The famous American nigga that snitched. The um, Paul Revere. <laughs> yeah, the red that's, coat, the fake red yeah, coat nigga. That's it. Like, like that's. The, I, I think that's the only way you can explain it to niggas. Mm-hmm. Like he's no longer. Like, niggas don't consider him American anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause he fucking traded. He's a traitor. Mm-hmm. He turned on the country. Like that oh, is wait, what no, I think people, Paul Revere is a nigga that um, pretended to be British, right? And then he no, told, then he say the British, the British are coming. He's the nigga that pretended to be British oh. and then pulled up on us. Like the British is coming. Oh, okay, so he's the nigga. So who's not the snitch. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's the, the patriot. Snitch. But he a snitch okay. to Britain. You get what I'm saying? He so, is a snitch to so Britain. So it still stands. It's still, still the same shit. You get what like, I'm saying? So nigga, Britain don't play that. The nigga that not man. good in England. Yeah, they told him like, yo, fam, you not from, you not one of us. You told on us. So like the nigga. I mean, I, I feel I feel like people gotta understand this. Once you devote your life to the streets, once you become a street person, snitching has become something that is out of rule. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. that is the ultimate sin. You are no longer a street person once you do this. At all. At all. Because I'll you have, that. you've just thrown any semblance of the rule book. 
Like, fuck it. Chuck you're not it even a window. person. You're just Because it's not even a rule book. That's just like one rule on a piece of paper, nigga. Like, you can't tell. Don't tell. If you did the crime, don't tell. Even if you didn't do the crime, don't tell. If you part of the organization, you, you've committed not tell. to this. If a nigga can snitch on niggas that he, people that he've gone outside and done crime with, he will tell on his mother. Mm-hmm. He will tell on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He will put his child in prison before he goes there. Mm-hmm. So he's nothing. He's not. He's not. He's bad to the black community. Yeah. Like, he's bad to the community as a whole. Yeah. So it's like because he is for self. Yeah. It's so just it's like, like it's like ignorance. Of people want to point fingers, and so so it's just a lot of confusion going around. I just don't like, like when those fingers are white and they're pointing it at black people. Right. Right. That's yeah, man. So I'll really break every one of them. I really motherfucking don't fingers. agree with that because that break shit is all them shit. That shit is wild because it's like at the end of the day, like if you and the thing that really kind of pissed me off is like. He's smart. He tried to pose it as like a question, like nobody talked to him about this before. He was just like, but you know, I get what you're saying, but like, no, don't but like, because every time you ask a question, they answered your question perfectly, and then you're trying to bring another angle in that doesn't fucking make sense because you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Don't talk about it. Like, right. and I don't, and like, honestly, I don't hate him, but. Just don't fucking, like, I hate when he speaks on black issues. Because yeah. it's just like, bro, like, we understand you don't understand. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to say. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to add your little two cents. Because I guess you're trying to be funny, but it's not funny. Yeah. So it's, it, And it's just like, you people, it got to be checks and balances. You get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, even with us, it's like certain shit. Like, you'd be like, yeah, you know, Trey, you might not want to be the super nonviolent guy because you've been violent before. So you might need to embrace the violence and then say you've grown from the violence. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a way you coach people into <coughs> having conversations. And I just don't feel like. That was one the time, yeah, was very wrong to do so. And with that, it's just like, you know, even that article, you know what I mean? It's like people want to have conversations about shit. It's like it's not time it's not for you time. niggas' opinions on anything about this man right here. What needs to happen is we need to celebrate him and his legacy. We don't want to hear your and I, constructive criticism and about. I think the man, I'm gonna be, be hundred bands, hundred bands. I don't never want to hear. I don't never want to hear. Yeah. Uh, there's not ever gonna be a time where I'm gonna be okay with hearing you talk negatively about a man whose life was stolen from him. I mm-hmm. literally don't think that I've ever seen anyone like successfully get a message across trying to attack people. During death or mourning, you get what I'm saying. Like I feel like yeah. these are oppressive tactics that have been used against the people, us, mm-hmm. literally, that we're trying to dish back to our own people during a time of hurt. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like if you want to have that conversation, fine, let's have that conversation. But you don't have to bring another person's name into that conversation because mm-hmm. it has like, like literally, you don't, you don't need Nipsey Hussle to talk about homophobia. You don't. If you've done, like, and my issue was with, with, with that was, like, either you, he addressed it. So either you didn't know he addressed it and you still wrote this article, which means you didn't do your homework. Violation. Violation. Or you knew and you completely looked over it to push an agenda. To try Violation. to use weird Either way you tactics, look at it. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, either way you look at it, it's just like, this is the one, not the time. And he, and this is a false allegation. So... Please just stop doing that. Like, everybody just needs to relax. And I think the other thing that, that, especially with, like, that article within itself is, like, no one is, I don't think anyone is, like, homophobia is not a problem. 
Like, mm-hmm. we know that homophobia is a problem. Mm-hmm. We know the statistics and shit that happens within you guys' community. Mm-hmm. We want to have these conversations and mm-hmm. stuff, but please don't use it to slander another man or to put false allegations against someone, mm-hmm. especially because I'm a firm believer in niggas have bad past. But if, unless what that person does is detrimental, mm-hmm. like, I don't see a reason to slander that person. Right. Like... I have never heard Nipsey Hussle say anything detrimental like, yo, go kill gay people or anything like that on, on that behalf that's super detrimental to their community or push like some agenda where he's just like, oh, they doing this and they doing that or they evil or some shit like that. So mm-hmm. that's why I didn't understand why people was even bringing it up at that moment, because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like we use these I told you so tactics too fast mm-hmm. now especially with the pc you're supposed to be sorry for whatever mm-hmm. you say culture like and people are forgetting that it's easy to google some shit yeah. it's easy to wait a week or two to then be like oh we, since we're all solid and together now since we all have an understanding that black is above everything let's talk about this mm-hmm. you can do that mad easily you mm-hmm. can show that man love or even not even show him love mm-hmm. and just start to see like I see that everyone's coming together. Let's talk about this. Mm. That's a way to go about it. Right. I don't see the point in like using your clickbaity type of this person is this. Mm-hmm. And then and I don't want to read your article if I see that. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I and, really and don't want to read your article. What happens because is- even if in the article he said like oh, yeah, I've read the stuff and I realize he's not, but, like, this is what... This is just... I, no, I, I still don't even want to read it because at this point, it's hateful. It yeah. just seems hateful. Mm-hmm. It literally... It's like... That's like literally if a gay person died and a straight person was like, um, this person hated straight people. Why should we care? Right. Like, why the fuck would that be... Why would you even do that at this right. moment? To be honest, that's very unselfish to take... Somebody just passed away and then think of how they felt about you, especially in terms of his relationship to the community, period. And then not check it to see if it's even a right feeling to have because he cleared it up in the first place. So you're saying hateful things about a man who's not what you say he is and he just passed and everybody's in mourning. It's not the time for that. And it's like you're attacking us still. You get what I'm saying? And it's like we've all come to an awakening and learning, learning that y'all are our brothers too. Brothers and, and sisters. Like we're not here to fight y'all. We're nothing. not trying to fight y'all. So, but when you do that, it doesn't make the conversation easier for us to have. It doesn't help anything progress. It does not help the relationship grow. It doesn't nurture the relationship. It furthers the divide. So we got to be careful with what we say and what we do and how we use our platforms. And I'm going to speak to the brother in person about that because it's, it's, it's way bigger than bigger than beefs. You feel what I'm saying? Like, sure, we, we can get into it. We, we can disagree. We can handle it however we handle it. But we got to understand that it's, it's bigger than our bullshit feelings sometimes. It's bigger than everything. And this was a time that it was bigger than social media and our bullshit feelings. That's but, a fact. Uh, let's get into Final Hate, man. Um, I think mine's more serious. I think you gonna let you. You want me to let you? You you go last. Yeah. Alright. Um. My final hate is to just anybody who's just tried all the the people who are trying to sexualize their blackness and mm-hmm. like try to make sure that 
something specific besides being black mm-hmm. is more important than us just all coming together and mm-hmm. figuring out what our bigger issues are. Yeah. Like, I understand that as black people, we are sectionalized. There are people that do this, people that like that, people right, that right, like right. You get what I'm saying? So, of course, we have to get to all of those things. Mm-hmm. But in wake of moments like this, I don't think that's the time to be like, let me attack this side or mm-hmm. let me attack that side. Let me um, show hypocrisy through using this person's death as an example of mm-hmm. me like I don't think unless the person was detrimental and I always say that so I feel like the sectionalized blackness shit like we gotta like let that go like mm-hmm. we really do like we're black women black men um the black LGBT community like just, we all have to just literally come together have these conversations outside of like the moments like this mm-hmm. like outside of the moments where you think that I'm gonna get the most clickbait I'm gonna get the most people to 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 be on this rally like mm-hmm. do the do the rally when people are engaged and trying to have that conversation I don't think like I think just the sectionalized blackness shit like really really bothers me the light skin dark skin like all that shit mm-hmm. like I've been rethinking like a lot and like I can't lie I come from a place where I've demonstrated some of those things like mm-hmm. just the sectionalized blackness like trying to like just being a black man in general and shit but you got to realize that like we're just all black like mm-hmm. we're all black we're people. All black. everyone we're has black, a role yeah. everyone has a place everyone is able to do whatever they want and we want you guys to bring your talent your you know, skills your heart your soul everything into the community so we can pour that back into the community so we can keep thriving and flourishing Facts. so all that sectionalized blackness shit like it gotta mm-hmm. go it gotta go. Facts. That's it. Yeah, man. My final hit is that there's not like flavored breast milk so <laughs> Yo, I I need that man. I need <laughs> That's a fact though. Cambodian you know like think about it, you know, you get a chew of nice mango peach Cambodian breast milk mm. nice. You get what I'm saying? With a nice Scrambled egg whites, you got to say it's bacon, <coughs> feel me? Well, no, no bacon for me, but you know, just for yeah, y'all, yeah. you know I, mean? I feel you, you man. Know, just giving y'all some ideas, man, flavored breast milk. Use your common sense. Why <laughs> well, is we drinking almond milk? Is we almonds? We is humans. Is we, we drinking cow milk? Nigga, we is not we not cows, nigga? Animals, man. Can we be Come hamburgers? On. Well, we can't be hamburgers, we can. but we not, though, so. All right. This is my favorite one. Let's get it. I gotta finish with that because you, you kind of changed my final hate. Oh, okay. Um, my final hate is all. I mean, hate is strong, but um, my final hate is the Eric Holder man. Like you stole something, you stole something so precious from all of us. Mm-hmm. Something, something that it can't even you can't even put. Uh, measurable amount of anything mm-hmm. on like what he stole from us over like bullshit bullshit pride. ignorance stupid pride ass. ego like that shit is that shit is a uh, he committed an act that is inexcusable unforgivable. like unforgivable that shit is like, literally treason to black people there's there's nothing he can do to 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 gain good favor Never again in life. Ever. The universe is done with him. Just end it. Like, don't even, don't even force a trial. Don't make the state waste no money. Just put him in general population right now. Or just do it yourself. Yeah, just end it. Like, (coughs) because you don't deserve nothing that anybody else on this earth 
It was an inhumane act, man. Yeah. Very inhumane. Very. Very. Like, there's literally, like, no... Like I like I did the Doctor Strange thirty thousand possibilities like head yeah, thing there's and no, there's, there's none there's literally no answer I can't, find I can't find none so yeah like that's the first part of my final oh I, I got in I know I, I, I found the answer but. I mean oh, we, there was one we got the end game the first, answer but the first part of my final hate was to that inhumane act that Eric Holder committed against all of us that shit yeah and speaking of an inhumane act oh this is the second one um. Paul Pierce. Who the fuck do you think you are? Where do you get off? Where do you get off, Where mister? Where do you get Where off? Where do you get off, mister? Talking about you had a fucking better career than Dwayne fucking Spell Wade? Wade. Are you fucking <coughs> serious? His name is spelled so Yo, weird. my nigga, first of all, Dwayne first Gay. of all, first of all, you not even the best nigga from... Your fucking your town that you're from. You probably wasn't even the best nigga on your high school team. <laughs> like, nigga, calm down, all right? Ain't never been first team or NBA nothing. Mm-hmm. Never oh. been considered for an MVP award. Have you ever even heard of Paul Pierce being in the MVP race? Mm, nah. And you're a great player. You're not even But pump your motherfucking brain. You got a little too much dip on your chip. He be saying shit, man. That's really what it is. And he be like, yo, fam, why? Just stop. Please just stop while you're ahead. That's it. That's like, it. Please. Relax. It. Calm it down. Pump your you fucking brakes. Don't you ever dare in your life speak on flash name like that please, again. Please don't speak on that. Rude yeah, and disrespectful. Listen, 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 let me tell you something. 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 Let me tell Fuck out of here. Yo, remember when he was the third best player on the championship team? Yeah, son? yeah. Get spicy, on his nigga. Get spicy. Yo, on his nigga. Rondo was there. Fuck you talking Yo, about? Maybe he got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, hey, hey, hey. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get stabbed by oh Trick Daddy. My God. <laughs> Oh my god. Yo, we got stuff my Benzino. Alright, so get me out. Yo, we out. Yo, Oh man, so chill. 